Hello, mighty people of the Most High and Magnificent God. This is Heather Miller, and I've come to bring you a word today straight out of the Word of God. I'm going to be jumping all over this Bible today. I'm going to go to 2 Timothy, Corinthians, Hosea. I might even pop over and grab something out of Matthew. So just put your five-point spiritual harness on and take a ride with me today. Something I've been... uh, Something's been on my heart. The Lord alarmed me and showed me some things. Of course, he does that all the time with us lately, doesn't he? There's always something new and shocking going on. But you have to understand that that's the the enemy's strategy is to bring chaos, okay? So that they can later bring in an order to that chaos. And they want their order. And we all know what that is. That's a new world order that they want to bring in. Anybody that's listening to me, you're not babies. Anybody that's listening to me, most of you are all up on the agenda. You know what's going on. Because you hear from God. And something that I've been saying for a long time, as you all know, is that I've said for many years that unless you, that there would come a day that unless you heard from God, you are in direct communication with Him, in communion with Him, and walking in intimacy with Him, you aren't going to survive. That's just as plain as it gets. So all your fleshly knowledge that's in your mind that you know about God or you think you know or you know about the end times and how it's going to go down, you need to take all that and throw it out the window, put it off to the side, and put your focus on your intimacy with Christ. Because this knowledge that's coming down from heaven, it's got to be fresh manna, honey. It can't be yesterday's manna with worms in it. You will not survive on that. See what? Don't turn me off. Hear me out. Now, some of you might get all, you know, (laughs) mad at me. Don't you dare turn me off. Listen to me. Because I love you and God loves you. And he wants us to walk in a place where we are pliable in his hands, where we are moldable and shapeable, where we are ready to um, modify our own ideas and thoughts quickly in this last hour because things are changing quickly. And many of the things that we grew up being taught ended up not being correct. A lot of the things we grew up being taught were simply just old, stale doctrines out of the mind of men. You can get mad in the same pants you got glad in. I don't care because I love you and I'm going to tell you that the only way to really know what's going down in this last hour is to be in communion with Christ every day. That's the only way. And people don't like that. People that walk in the flesh, they want to walk in the intellect of, the, of, of Bible knowledge, they don't like that at all because it makes them uncomfortable. Because it requires, it stretches your spirit. It requires you to be a spiritual astronaut, so to speak. You have to be, I call it being a spiritual astronaut. Because it's like, you go in places no man has gone before. You're having to set foot on places and things and uh, that, that nobody, it seems like there's nobody else that's gone before you. But there have been. Okay, God is speaking to his whole body causing us to become awake okay um he wants he wants us to stay close to him in this last hour okay um 
Don't get so dead set and, and just just stubborn. Where you just think this is the way it is. And that person over there doesn't know what they're talking about. I'm telling you something. P- put everything before the Lord. Because about the time in this hour right now where you think you've got it figured out. And this is what's going to happen. How it's going to go down. It changes. And, and, and the enemy is up to all of these things. Presenting all these crazy technologies and stuff. Um, things that's going al- going around about uh, uh, new things we're learning about this. Um, this poke, I like to call it the poke because I don't want anything to get triggered on my podcast, but I mean, we're seeing things we never thought we'd ever see before. We, the only way to survive in this last hour and is to hear directly from God, which unfortunately there is, uh, there, there has been and continues to be a demonic doctrine from the pits of hell that has taught people that God doesn't speak to them anymore. God does speak to you, love. You just don't listen, okay? You need to start listening. If that's been you in the past and you say, well, I'm hearing this now, Heather. I don't I don't really know how to hear from God. You think you don't know how to hear from God? God knows how to talk to you and get your attention, okay? You need to open your heart up to hear from God. And believe not every spirit, but try the spirits that they be of God. So, um, that's how I started out, isn't it? I didn't plan on going there, but that's what I did. Um, I want something that triggered me this morning. Um, it reminded me of a scripture. It reminded me of 2 Timothy uh, verses 1 through 5. Um, I've read, <laughs> I've read this thing. I must have read it three or four times, and I'm still just sitting there like, I cannot believe this. I actually read it to my oldest daughter, too, and she was like, what? You know, and I thought, you know, that reminds me of, of the Bible where it says in 2 Timothy, so I'm about to read to you um, this ridiculous story, uh, and it's just like Bible prophecy coming true right before our face. I mean, everything... I'm going to tell you something. This word is alive. And and this thing, the thing about this Bible is that it's not going to come alive to you in your mind. You can wander down the corridors of your empty mind as long as you want to and wake up in the middle of the night with indigestion and start reading the Bible and not understand a thing it says and come up with some crazy doctrine. I think that's how some most of the false doctrines started. I think somebody ate too much chili. Woke up in the middle of the night, <laughs> started reading the Bible, you know, come up with something out of the their mind, out of the minds of men. No, you can't understand it like that. That is the way God designed this word. He designed it so that you can't understand it unless you are in communication and the Holy Spirit is interpreting it to you. Amen. And I love it that way because you get the straight up, face-to-face tutoring with the Holy Ghost. That is the way you're going to understand it because he'll highlight it right in your heart. And then you'll take your pen and highlight it in the natural. My Bible's all colored up with all kinds of things that the Lord showed me. Um, But, you know, you don't figure out God. You know, the people act like the Bible is like a puzzle. You know, like it's a conspiracy theory. You know, might as well get like a whiteboard and put it all up there and start trying to figure it all out. No, it don't work like that. God has to, God has to reveal it to you. Because I'm going to tell you something. 
there might come a day, and I have a funny feeling that there is. We're right on the cusp, okay, on the precipice of this. Is there might come a day where you don't have a hard copy Bible, and you're gonna only be able to depend on what's written on the tablets of your heart. Mm. We might be getting together, you know, secretly because somebody has a Bible, and we can't wait to to somebody to read the Bible to us because all of our Bibles have been, you know, it's too dangerous. If you get caught with a Bible, you might get arrested. You think that can't happen here? You say, oh, Sister Heather, that's not going to happen here. Well, you need to look at history, okay? That's just in the natural. Just read some history. Anything that's happened at any point in history in any other country can happen in our country too. And I'm going to tell you, they're right on the edge of doing some crazy stuff. Heck, I think out in California, I think they tried to outlaw the Bible at one point. Something crazy like that. I'm going to have to verify that and look that up. But I seem to remember something like that not too very long ago. Of course, they couldn't do it, you know, yet. But trust me, whenever they get enough loonies out there that they're the majority, guess what's going to happen? The American family. Heck, the families of the world natural families uh, with a mama and a daddy and the children, that's all being attacked and torn apart. Anything that's um, God made is that's in the that's natural that he made is being torn apart right now. And they have their target set on us and Christian families especially. Um, I'm so sorry I kind of wandered off my topic but I just went there. But um, back to the Bible, you know, let God, let God tell us what it is. I know this sounds elementary to some of you out there. Say, oh, well, I'm way beyond that. I've, been, I've always read the Bible like that. Well, you know, somebody else listening to this podcast may not. Okay, you'd be surprised how many people still caught up in the intellect of their knowledge. And they want to, um, they think that their, <laughs> they think their knowledge died on the cross for them. But knowledge didn't die on the cross for you and spread its arms out and say, I love you this much. Knowledge is just simply that. It's knowledge, okay? And um, God's not about what, how much knowledge you know when you get there. He's going to be about if you knew Christ and Christ knew you. Because remember that? Matthew 7 where he says, depart from me, I don't know you. Okay? Um, when a man knows his wife in the Bible, he knows her. He's intimate with her. See, he wasn't intimate with those people. Are you hearing me? I might go back and listen to my own podcast today. He's not intimate with those people. That's why he says, what? Depart from me. You worker of iniquity, I don't know you. Because he wasn't intimate. Intimacy is where it's at. Intimacy is what's going to get you through this last hour. It's very important. And in reading the Bible in an intimate way with Christ with the Holy Spirit, is where it's at. I have heard so many people recently sit there and, I mean, they just go on and on. It's just this grueling uh, kind of like just, uh, how do I explain? It's like an intellectual, they're, they're very intellectual with the Bible and and you could just, just, just they just drip and ooze with, with uh, what they think they know. And they completely miss the point here. 
which which irritates me, as you can tell in my tone of voice. I get irritated with that kind of thing. I think, well, where is the where is the edification? You know, who's getting healed today? Um, uh, you know, who's going to jump out of their wheelchair today? Who's going to get healed from cancer today? Uh, who's going to get a word today that's going to set them free? Who's going to get the devil cast out of them today? These are things that have left the church because of all of that foolishness, intellectualism. It just brings it down to the, an earth level. We need to be led by the Holy Spirit. Many of you have been up in environments like that where the Holy Spirit was in the house and you could feel it because there was a reverence there. God's voice was speaking to you. You knew it was for you. We need to get back to some of those old-time tent revival Pentecostal type services. Absolutely. And, and, and knock the pride off of some of these people where, where people actually have a fear for God again. Nobody's fearing God anymore. They'll cuss him to his face. And they'll murder his children right in front of his face. I'm going to tell you something. God has had enough. Um, I'm going to read. You know, I'm going to go back over here to Corinthians real quick. Um, 1 Corinthians, verse 2 and 3. And um, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, please don't be scared. (laughs) Don't always scream at people. But, um, I mean, I feel the fire in me sometimes. I I get mad. Um, But I'm going to read here. Look at this. If you're riding in the car, then just listen. If you want to pick up your Bible, do that. Okay. And and this is Paul talking here. I'm going to go to verse 1. Now, as touching things offering unto idols, we know that we have all knowledge. Knowledge puffeth up, but charity edifieth. That's in the King James. Charity and love is synonymous. So love edifies, but knowledge puffs you up. So you can't even get through the door because your head's so big. Okay? And if any man think that he knoweth anything, how many of you know some people that think they knoweth anything? Okay? (laughs) He knoweth nothing, yet as he ought to know. In other words, he said, if any man thinks he knows it, he's know-it-all. He knows nothing, yet as he ought to know. But if any man love God, the same is known of him. Have you noticed that? See, what he's saying here is that um, people that think they know it all, they're so arrogant, they're going to bring all this knowledge that, that you, you, they think you have to have, okay, in order to be saved. Those people, they don't make an impact on anybody except that they're arrogant. People all remember when they were so arrogant, you know, runs a lot of people away from Christ. But if you, uh, but the word says this, but if any man love God, the same is known of him. What does that mean? Well, it means pretty much what it says. If, if you ever meet some somebody that you just always remember how much they just loved God. That, you know, like you, you go to their funeral, that's one of the main things they said. They, he just loved Jesus. He will always talk to you about the Lord. Just, and loved people with his love of Jesus. He or she. I've known so many people like that. That was the main thing you remembered about that person. You know, I've been blessed to know a lot of people like that. And most of the people that I knew that were like that, that was their center focus. Behind all of their 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 fleshly knowledge of the Bible. That was their center focus, was God's love. You know? Well, 
there needs to be balance, as you know, because there's a lot of preachers today that have no, done nothing but focus on the happy side of God and haven't told people about his wrath. So balance is the key. But ultimately, uh, all the fruits of the Spirit are rooted in love. It's nine different forms of fruit there. Nine different forms of love. Okay? So, um, I went there for a minute. But it reminds me of... Um, I went to go read this thing. Now I'm going to read it to you. Because, see, you know I've got this thing like spiritual ADD where I jump all over the place. But I'm going to read this because it reminded me of Second Timothy. And I was like, what in the world? Okay, so there's this lady. Um, her nephew passed away uh, after getting the COVID shot. Okay, I'm going to read what it says. And her name is Tammy. Okay. Um, and if any of you have a MeWe account, you know, there's all these different platforms out there now where we've all been exiled and washed up on the shores of all these different ones. Well, I happen to be on MeWe, okay? Um, they seem to be so far pretty uh, freedom of speech friendly. So her name is Tammy, and she says this. A week ago today, my brother's 13-year-old son had his second COVID shot less than three days later. He died. The initial autopsy results done Friday were that his heart was enlarged and there was some fluid surrounding it. He had no known health problems, was on no medications. Okay, so this is apparently her nephew. I thought it was her son at first. And, um, somebody responds by the name of Crystal and says, I'm so very sorry for your devastating loss. My eldest granddaughter is 12 and is about to have her second vaccine. I planned to take her to hang out with me for a couple weeks. Now I'm worried. To which Miss Tammy, <laughs> this woman actually said this, I would definitely still get her vaccinated. If I hadn't already vaccinated my 14-year-old, I would still do it. But especially for boys, I would monitor heart rate very frequently for the following week. I would even get up in the middle of the night to do it. This is how dedicated, I'm talking straight up dedicated, these people are to their agenda. They are so, they have made a god out of science. What their demonic version of science, because there's two sciences, honey. There's God's natural science and how he put this world together to work. And then the science over here of satanic tampering. Those are the two sciences, okay? But they are straight up sold out. I mean, here she has a child that she should love. Okay? And he dies. She knows it's from the vaccine. And she's still telling people to go get it. Because her agenda is more important than life. This is where we're at. I'm talking without natural affection. And the word said it would happen. Um, we need to... We need to learn to encourage each other in this time and teach each other the, the things that God has shown us, you know, um, especially the younger ones. Uh, they've not been taught what's in the Bible, um, unfortunately. Um, they have no idea. Everything is written here. What's going on in the world today is already here in the Bible. He told us it was going to take place, right? But because people are what? Ignorant. They're ignorant about what the Word says have no idea. I mean, prophecy can be fulfilled right in front of these people's eyes, and they don't even know it was fulfilled, because they don't know what's in there. 
But it says here in Timothy, I'm going to read this. Um, this, on chapter 3, this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Or, I think we're in the last days. If we're not, could somebody email me and tell me that that's maybe far off in the future? Because I think we are. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Hello. Covetous. Boasters. We see that. Proud. Okay. Prideful. Blasphemers. Disobedient to parents. Unholy. Excuse me. Unthankful. Unholy. Without natural affection. I mean, we see, and, and I could go on and read the whole thing. I don't need to. You can go read it yourself. Without natural affection, without even a natural human response, okay? This is what we're seeing. It's bizarre. But be not afraid, okay? Be not afraid. Neither be dismayed. God sees it too. I'm going to tell you something. God sees a lot of things. Very, very, very crazy things going on right now. Um, another thing I wanted to, to make mention of is... Um, Another thing that caught my eye was um, there was a Mr. Floyd mural up in uh, Toledo, Ohio. And this just recently happened. I'm not sure, maybe in the last couple of days. I'm not sure. Um, It was this huge wall and artwork all over this wall. Long wall, big tall wall. And lightning literally struck his face and only his face off of that wall and they i mean that's bizarre that could only be god could only be god because we all know that lightning is drawn to the highest points like uh, towers and trees and different things like that it could have struck all any other place up along that wall struck his face right off that wall and if you don't think that things like God doesn't do that kind of stuff, you need to go read this Bible. Because many times in this Bible, he sent signs about how he felt about things. Yes, he did. Okay? He sent an angel one time to write on the wall. Remember that story? <laughs> God doesn't play. I'm going to tell you, God is watching what's going on in this earth. You're not alone. Okay? Don't feel overwhelmed. It can be hard not to feel overwhelmed, but don't feel overwhelmed because God is watching. He is well aware, and he's got you and your family right in the palm of his hands, and things will happen in perfect timing with what he has planned for you in this last hour. Don't doubt that, okay? Uh, Keep plugging forward. Keep plugging forward. Try not to get distracted. Try not to get overwhelmed by the things that you see. Look not to the left or the right, but keep your eyes upon him. Okay? He doesn't want you to fall into the ocean. Keep walking towards Christ Jesus. And what he has put your hand to do, it may not seem significant at this time. And you may long to be in another place. But do that thing that he has put your hand to do. Because in the future, it will be a seed for many other things. Amen? I said earlier this year that this year was a year of <laughs> it's a year of great prosperity. You know? Um... Usually my words are different than that. And I thought, my goodness, that word, they're going to think I'm Joel Osteen or something. But no, that's what he says. It's a year of great prosperity for those that will listen to the Lord because he's preparing us for the future. And it was the end of the old and the beginning of the new this year, 2021. 
And that by the time you get to the end of this year, you're going to look back and go, wow, that must have been God. Okay? He's doing away with a lot of old things and bringing in a lot of new things. Okay? Receive all those things and let the old things go. Some of you have been like bulldogs. I mean, you just don't want to let go. You're going to have to let go. Okay? So he can bring the new things in. Amen? Um, I think that pretty much concludes a lot of what I have to say. Um, I would like to tell a little funny story that happened uh, in the last few weeks. Um, it was an interesting story, actually, and um, kind of sad, actually. Um, God has you to encounter people just out and about in public, and I'm sure he does that with you. He certainly does it with me. Um, I was in the mall, and my little girl likes this certain little store, the icing, and she takes forever. And so I said, well, Mom's going to go out there in that little sitting area right outside the store. I'm going to sit there, and you can just take your time. And so I was sitting there, and these two young ladies walked up, and they had these masks on and everything. And I didn't judge them for it, but they come up. Most everybody in the mall here where I'm at is not wearing a mask. But they come up and they want to talk to me about the Lord. And I said, oh, okay, well, let's talk about the Lord, you know. And um, I, I engaged in, in conversation with them. And they began to share. Uh, they began to share all of their head knowledge with me about the Bible. And I was gentle with them. They were probably in their late 20s or so. And I want to tell you something. They thought they knew everything. Okay? I mean, they were 1 Corinthians 1 through 3. They, they had it figured out, and I needed to listen to them. And um, so I did. I listened to them, and I added some things in there. And um, I added some points in there that they couldn't dispute because basically what they come to bring me was a very conditional salvation. It's not in this Bible. And I, as I began to listen to some of the crazy things that these girls were saying, and I won't go into that, I'm just going to say they were crazy things. They were things that are so contrary to the God that I know of walking in freedom, walking by the Holy Spirit. That It was very, very, it was flavored with a heavy, heavy legalism. And as we began to talk, and, and um it wasn't too long before they figured out that this woman, I think she knows a thing or two, and they started listening to me a little bit. Um, but um, one of them got really verbally combative as as far as, like, with her views and stuff, and, and I tried to calm her down a little bit, but um, we got around to the subject of the end times and, and, and the agenda in the world and the things that are going on. And I reminded them, that um, Jesus is coming back and that there's an Antichrist on the way and there's, that Antichrist has a lot of agenda and it's being fulfilled right now. And you know, I want to say this. <laughs> you know what shocked me? Is they didn't believe any of that. They didn't believe that. They didn't believe, they believed that Jesus would come back but they didn't really believe in all, that that. They didn't believe what they were seeing, in other words. Prophecy was being fulfilled in front of their very eyes, and they didn't believe it. They didn't even know what it was. And I, I want to tell you this. Do you know these girls were from the Church of God of Prophecy? 
I'm not kidding you. Now, this is a sad thing because, you know, my family has history in the Church of God of Prophecy. They're Pentecostal. When we have people in the Pentecostal church that don't even believe in uh, the... They can't even see. They can't... They are being deceived. We have a problem in church order. People need to be taught. And you know what? They need to be loved. They've been... They've put their focus on... That's why I'm... You know, I started this podcast out about not putting your focus on what you know, but rather being intimate with Christ. That's who you know. And that will... Everything will fall in behind that. Okay? Because knowledge puffeth up. It's not going to save you. Didn't die on the cross for you. Um... I'm starting to think that, you know, the mission field is in the churches. Somebody needs to go into some of these churches and get some people saved, you know. Um, So I'm going to go ahead, and the Word says this too, My people perish for lack of knowledge. Okay? It ain't talking about fleshly knowledge. It's talking about the knowledge that the Holy Spirit wants to impart to us. And the Holy Spirit will lead us to knowledge that will save us divinely. He will, the, the Holy Spirit will divinely connect us with things that we need to know. Have you noticed how God does that? Like you'll be wondering about something and praying all of a sudden, boom, an article will be put in front of your face. Or, or boom, a, a friend will share something with you. Be like, you know what? The Lord put that on my heart yesterday. That is what I'm talking about, about, about letting Christ lead us in this last hour. All you got to do is ask. Um, but people who are stubborn and they're stuck in their own intellectual head knowledge and they want to lean on the ways of this world more than they want to lean on the ways of God because God is in the spirit. The word said God is a spirit. And if we're going to worship him, we got to worship him in spirit. Worship is way deeper than some silly, corny music at a church on a stage with some smoke. Okay, that's silly. Look silly. That's not worship. Okay. That could be a form of it, I guess. Okay? But worship is obedience, trust, faith. Remember when Jesus said, and she worshiped him saying. Okay, remember that several times in the Bible and the Gospels? And she worshiped him saying. Okay? And then she said whatever. To worship is to submit yourself. You don't don't put your intellect before God. You don't put your knowledge up there. And say, oh, I, I just, I already know. I, I know so much. No, that'll come down. Pride comes before fall. Hallelujah. We don't want to be in that place. Um, I'm going to go ahead and close it up now. I have made the longest podcast I think I've ever made. <laughs> if you're still listening, God bless you. Um, I would like to pray over you before I close this up. And... I just want you to be blessed and I want you to be healed and I want you I want you to to receive what you need from God. Um, so Lord God, I pray to you. I, I come to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, I ask that every person that is supposed to be divinely connected to hear this podcast that you would bring them and draw them in. 
Lord God, I ask that you would move in their life in a powerful way. Lord God, anybody who wants to come to you, Lord, all they got to do is ask. Lord God, I ask that you would draw them to you, Lord God, and begin to teach them your ways in a way like they never saw you before. And that, Lord, that you would remove all of the restrictions and the legalisms from their mind and the hurts that have been caused by by people that that thought they knew you. Lord God, I ask this in Jesus' name and that you would know your people intimately, Lord God. Those that yearn for a deeper walk with you. I ask this in Jesus' name. Anybody that needs to be healed, I ask that you would put your hand, if possible, on that place that needs to be healed. I'm going to pray for that. We're going to believe that God is going to touch you because how many of you know that we live in a perilous hour where our medical system has failed us? We're going to have to learn how to walk like overcomers in Christ Jesus, believing him for all things. So put your hand on that place and I'm going to pray for it. Father God, I come to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. I come to you as a sanctified saint that's been washed in the blood of Christ, Lord God. And I ask that you would touch every person that needs a healing today. Listen to this podcast. I ask that you would cleanse the blood. I ask that you would heal every part, every joint. Arthritis has to go in Jesus' name. Any kind of tumors need to die and dry up and be cursed and be gone. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Father, that you're doing something great. Thank you, Lord. I ask that you would touch these people and heal them, Lord God, in Jesus' name. And that you would get all the glory that you would that they would share the story with many people for the rest of their life. In Jesus' name, I feel the Holy Ghost. I don't know about you, but I feel God. Somebody's going to get healed listening to this podcast. Yes, they are. And I'm not just blowing smoke up your behind either. I want to tell you something. I've had several people. um, I'm so grateful um, that I've seen them get healed um, after praying for them. And (laughs) I believe that God could heal them. But every time he heals somebody, I still get amazed. And I still tell the stories to this day. It's so much fun. I love it. So if you get healed... Um, I ask that you would please tell me about it. Would you please send it to my email? I would love to hear the testimony. Um, it's mylipsshallproclaim.com uh, is my website. And it's mylipsshallproclaim at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. I'm going to pray for your finances too. Um, don't buy into all this silliness that um, God wants you to be broke and poor. Okay. That's uh, being up under the slave system of the enemy. He wants you to be that way so you're disabled and not able to help others. It's better to be a giver than a receiver. Better to be a lender, not a borrower, okay? Um, So I'm going to pray for you if you're struggling financially right now. Lord God, I ask that you would touch people. Lord God, where the enemy has tried to dry up their resources. Where the enemy has tried to build a dam to stop what it is that you have for them, Lord God, whether it be uh, resources to buy a piece of land, resources to buy a house, um, uh, job opportunities where the enemy has been tampering with their lives and causing chaos and, and all of that, Lord God, I ask that you would touch these people, Lord God, and open these doors up wide for them in Jesus' name, and that you would give them wisdom, Lord God, and how to manage everything that you give them in Jesus name and that they would not they would you would give them a heart of giving a heart of giving and and caring for others 
that they would never forget the poor. In Jesus' name, I pray this, Lord God, and um, touch them in that place of their lives. In Jesus' name. I hope that you have enjoyed this as much as I have. And I just wanted to uh, say to you that um, I thoroughly appreciate every person that tunes into this podcast regularly. And um, those of you who are new, I welcome you and I thank you for stopping by uh, the Heather Ann channel, My Lips Shall Proclaim. And no matter how wacky and crazy the world gets, you have yourself a lovely day anyways. <laughs>